We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, well, I'll tell you what, Vince. You ready for rapid fire? Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's do it. So, you got to find my questions here as I wanted to start rapid fire. Fill in the blank. Okay. Notre Dame's second leading rusher this season Ooh, will be yeah. blank. Honestly, I think it's going to end up being Jeremiah Love. I He has really impressed me with some long runs and limited amount of action. And I, I said this on Monday, but Brian leaned over to me uh, when he actually wanted to talk to me. And he said, <laughs> those other guys better watch out because 12 is coming. And I think he's right. I think he's going to, you know, pick up a bunch of carries moving forward. And I think he's going to make the most of them. So I'm going to go with the freshman. You know what? I was saying all offseason that I thought Jadarian Price. But yep. Yep. Just the way things have worked out so far, I tend to agree. I, I think that what the the burst, the explosiveness, everything that Jeremiah Love has, you know, the, what what he brings to that room, his breakaway ability. Yeah, I think it's going to be him as well. Now, Jadarian Price still has some of that, and it's going to be really interesting to see how some of these reps have split. But I just think that everything that you just kind of detailed there and what Jeremiah Love has already done and what he continue, continue can continue to do. I think that it's going to be him. I, I think the biggest thing is just kind of continuing to make sure that, that he can pick up the blitz when he's out there on the field, sure. if he's called sure. on in that situation. Because again, you know, there are checks at the line of scrimmage. You can't just go out there and say, we're going to run it. And then they show, you know, something else and it, it, it's, it's time to throw it. And then you got to be able to pick up a blitz. So I, I think it's going to end up being Jeremiah love as well. And again, yeah. I wouldn't have been saying that obviously. A month ago. Well, and the other thing that's going to be interesting to see this week is since Devin Ford, I'm assuming is probably going to be out. Uh, I don't know if that's been officially announced or I'm, I'm speculating at this point, but if, if he is out, how that delineation of touches goes, we will probably find out tomorrow when we right. get the noon zoom so, so when you subtract one from the five 
those carries have to go someplace or those reps have to go somewhere. I'm wondering if they go to 12. Good question. This one goes to 12 is what you're yeah. saying. Not just yeah. 11 goes to 12. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code Irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash Irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. Fill in the blank. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> it's blank that Stanford Athletic Director Bernard Muir says, based on what he knows, the Notre Dame-Stanford series is going to continue to be played annually after Stanford joins the ACC disappointing that's what it is it's disappointing i mean i i love how he's like well based on what i know doesn't make you sound super credible mr Muir, but i hope he's wrong i i hope that once he's a member that, that they're a member of the acc that they just get on the same rotation as the other acc schools that that would be my personal hope i hope that it's not a 
we're going to do that every single year. Yeah. And that's, you know, kind of when, when this news was coming out beforehand, before it became official, like to me, that was the benefit <laughs> from a Notre Dame standpoint is that they wouldn't have to play Stanford every year. Now, look, you and I, neither one of us is that thrilled about the Stanford series. Jack Swarbrick and Notre Dame, they obviously consider Stanford yeah. a rival. They have done their best to make it a rival. I get the academic connection and all that different sure. kind of stuff. Is it really a rivalry, though? I, I don't think most fans think it's a rivalry, especially given the current state of Stanford football. They've got a ways to go to get it built back up. And, you know, let's be honest, there are really – two brief windows in time when Stanford football has ever really been good. And we just came out of one of them. So the odds that they're going to be good year in and year out, like, like I thought it was a good thing that if, if Stanford was going to join the ACC, very similar to Pittsburgh and Boston college, by the way, Notre Dame used to have fairly regular continuing series with both of those schools. Not that they played them each and every year, but, they had pretty, you know, fair for, for a stretch there, they were playing both BC and Pittsburgh almost annually. And then yeah. those two teams joined the ACC and they became part of the ACC scheduling agreement. Yes. And so you're still playing them, but you're not playing them every year, which is what I thought that the Stanford thing would do, which I think would be better for Notre Dame. I think that, again, you know, we've talked about it before, especially with UCLA becoming – part of the big 10 next year and the NBC TV contract that now includes UCLA, obviously the entire big 10, which includes UCLA and USC. I felt like that might be an option worth exploring that would be better than Stanford, but apparently at least on based on what Bernard is saying and Bernard, by the way, I guess it's been a while, roughly 20 years ish ago. He was an, an assistant athletic director at Notre Dame, but he's been the AD out at Stanford for a long time. But I, neither one of us like it, but our opinions don't matter. Don't matter a little. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I want to get to this Brian Kelly thing. So I'm going to start with this. Oh, you're skipping. All right. All right. Yeah. Ray asks how, oh, no, sorry. Wrong one. (laughs) Uh, Josh asks, they both have purple avatars. That's what threw me off. Uh, Josh, Josh asks, is coach Freeman a better coach than Brian Kelly already? No, I would say no, because Brian Kelly does have a ton of experience. He has had a ton of success. You know, it's going to take a little while for, for Marcus Freeman to, to catch up to Brian Kelly, plain and simple. Now, is he a better coach for Notre Dame in this moment? Yes, I will say that, but not as an overall coach. Like, I don't think that's fair. It's not fair to Brian Kelly, to be honest with you, and I don't think we've seen enough from Marcus Freeman to definitively say that. Now, am I happy that Marcus Freeman is the coach and it's not Brian Kelly? Absolutely. That doesn't make him a better overall coach over the long run. Brian Kelly's had a lot of success in his career, right? And we think that Marcus Freeman is that guy to take Notre Dame to the next level, but he hasn't done it yet. Talk to me when Brian Keller or when, when Marcus Freeman wins a new year six or wins a final four game or wins a national championship, we'll we'll revisit this question. But as we sit right now on September 6th, I'm going to go with no. 
Brian Kelly still has a lot more experience. I, I think you made a great differentiation. Marcus Freeman is the better coach for Notre Dame right now because yeah. it begins and ends with the recruiting. Yeah. But there's also other, you know, like, the, regardless of what anyone outside wants to say, the, the recruiting, the, the level of recruiting has gotten better under Marcus Freeman. And the recruiting of specific positions, the skill positions. Like, look at where Brian Kelly is right now. At LSU, they brought in some transfer cornerbacks like like LSU, like like that's in addition to the quarterback issues that have followed Brian Kelly, like the 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 the, the secondary, like look at the the issue the secondary was in recruiting when Brian Kelly was here. So like and look at where they are now, just a year after he's gone, like sure. both the running back room and the receiver room and the secondary all three of those skill position sets are leaps and bounds better right now under Marcus Freeman than they were under Brian Kelly just a couple sure. of years ago. So like start with that. One thing Marcus Freeman has shown the willingness to do is, is adapt and, you know, like be a, a fairly introspective guy on his own. Yeah. Whereas Brian Kelly had to be forced into those situations yeah. to really, to really look within and, and Marcus Freeman, you know, not that everyone has to be a, you know, a buddy, buddy coach. And I'm not, you know, saying that he's a buddy, buddy coach, but he obviously, I, I saw this thing with Michael Mayer over the weekend. I think it's a fairly old interview, but he was asked about the difference between Brian Kelly and Marcus Freeman. And he's like, Marcus Freeman's around in the summertime when we're doing workouts. Right. Brian Kelly wasn't around in the summer. And he said, nope. you know, no, this isn't a knock on Brian Kelly, but I mean, all you've got to do is say it and it's automatically a knock on Brian Kelly. There's right. just a, a night and day difference in, in their personalities, the way they go oh, about sure. things on a daily basis. And, and so again, I think that, that, that Brian Kelly is still the better coach because he's got three decades of experience compared three plus decades of experience as a head coach compared to a season plus for Marcus Freeman. But I still think that, as you said, Freeman is the better coach for Notre Dame right now. Yeah. And somebody said, what about Brian Kelly in his second year at Notre Dame? You can't compare the two because Brian Kelly took over a dumpster fire at Notre Dame. And right. it took him a little while to rebuild it. You still have to give it to Brian Kelly that he right. rebuilt and turned Notre Dame yes. into a developmental program. And and that's that's the thing. One of the things that jumps out me at me about Marcus Freeman as well is the developmental aspect to it. Like when you talk about the depth and the fact that they spent training camp working in twos with ones, like number two guys were going, were mixing in with the other ones and going up against number ones on the other side of the ball. Like again, for a second year head coach, think about like where, where Charlie Weiss was like, like again, that's night and day different for sure. the way Charlie Weiss ran his program because he came from an NFL background. Marcus Freeman coached under Luke Fickle, who along with Brian Kelly, I think that that you can argue are two of the better developmental program type builder guys in college football. Like again, no matter what you think of Brian Kelly's personality and whether you love him or hate him, you still have to recognize the fact sure. that he rebuilt Notre Dame got him to a championship game and a couple of playoff games as well because of the way he built the program. You can yep. pick apart his recruiting and a lot of different, you know, other thing ways he did things, but you still have to appreciate 
the, the developmental aspect to the program that, that, that he runs. Yep. And I will always give that credit to him. And he brought Notre Dame back to a place that was a, a perennial 10 win type team. No doubt about it. The knock on Brian Kelly is the big games. And he proved not too long ago that that's still an issue. Right. That's exactly right. So speaking of Brian Kelly, this was on the docket for today. And so Brian Kelly, last week in the lead up to the Florida State game, Brian Kelly was quoted as saying, quote, we're going to beat the heck out of Florida State, end quote. So on Tuesday, yesterday, Brian Kelly said this, I think you all know me. I'm pretty careful with what I say and how I said it. Never have I been cavalier or disrespectful to an opponent in my 33 years. So if somebody wants to prop up a comment and inflate it into something that it is not, that's what social media is about today. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Florida State coach Mike Nobrell. I know who the opponent was. It's just not in my background or nature to make those kinds of comments. So that is the quote from Brian Kelly, saying that he never said that leading up to the Florida State game. Well, Hmm. fortunately for us, here's a piece of audio from Brian Kelly's coaches show last week. I think we're in a really good position in year two. Look, I I will say that there are still some areas that that need to be improved. We're going to take 15 freshmen on this trip. Uh, and 14 transfers. So the, nearly 40% of this travel roster are, are going to go overnight for the first time with LSU. So, um, and, and that's not a disclaimer of, of any kind. We're going to go beat the heck out of Florida State. But I guess what I'm saying is we're still, we're still developing our football team with new players, freshman players, transfer players. So, we're still in that process of developing, and, and it's only going to get better. So there you go, Vince. I mean, you may, it's pretty pretty clear there what he said. I mean, he got cheers. He knows what the crowd wants to hear, number one. Number two, the best part about that is so Brian Kelly, he was already making excuses before yes! the game even kicked off. And then he tried to say it wasn't an excuse. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the best part about that whole thing. I know. He, he lined up the excuses. Uh, 15 freshmen, 14 transfers, and we're still building the program. We're still going to beat the heck out of Florida State. But, you know, there's some issues here. Like, come on, man. Gonkers 44. I thought this was a Notre Dame show. Nobody's forcing you to listen right now. Nope. We've said this before. This is the rapid fire segment. We talk about things other than Notre Dame. Brian Kelly used to be the coach at Notre Dame. We just had a question about Brian Kelly. So also- we answered the question about Brian Kelly. And quite frankly, when we get the chance, you know, when, when it's as juicy as this and it's just that such low-hanging fruit, I mean, how are we going to resist, you know, <laughs> this opportunity? Because, like, to me, it's fitting that Notre Dame is at North Carolina State this week because – you know, it's the first time the Irish have played there since Brian Kelly criticized the center for bad snaps in a hurricane, right? And then at the same time, all this other stuff comes right. up. You know, like Brian Kelly is at his best on Monday and Tuesday when it comes to comments, whatever day the press conference 
happens to be on. That's when Brian Kelly is best during the week. Oh, yeah. When he gets to sit back and kind of polish up what he thinks the questions are going to be and have answers ready to go and stuff like that. You know, like that's when Brian Kelly is best. Where Brian Kelly is at his worst is after the game when he has to think on his feet and, you know, when questions kind of come at him that, that maybe he's not ready for him. Like, but even this, that answer, like he seemed like he had his response ready to go because like you pointed out, Vince, he's already making excuses about the freshmen and the transfers. Here's what I know. After LSU's loss to Florida state, Brian Kelly now has five losses of 20 plus points against top five ranked teams in just 37 games played against top five ranked teams. He has the third most losses all time to top five teams by 20 plus points. The other two coaches who are ahead of him, Woody Hayes and Joe Paterno, each coached more than a hundred games. So congrats <laughs> on that, Brian Kelly. Those are just facts. Went. Those are just facts. And, and in case our buddy's still here, this show is called Ivy Nation Sports Talk. So we're talking about sports. Just throwing it out there. And I, oh, I do I beat do the heck out of Florida State, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love so there it. you go. All right. Now we'll shift gears and we won't talk about Brian Kelly until the next time he puts his foot in his mouth. And he yeah, because I mean, look, about. that is I mean, national news, baby. Like, that's not Notre that's... Dame news. That is national news that he's trying to walk back a comment that he's claiming he never said. Oh, hilarious. It's very Brian Kelly. So, Vince, how much differently are you looking at the Duke game now after the loss to Clemson the other night or the win over Clemson? Excuse me, the other night. <sighs> Not that much different, to be honest with you, because I think Duke was always kind of that trap game on the schedule to begin with. And I knew Riley Leonard was a good quarterback. I knew Mike Elko was a was a good head coach and what he did last year. I think they're a plucky team. I think they've got some talent. I think that both teams played incredibly sloppy uh, in the first half of that game, first of all. And I don't know. Yes, the the – Duke played better than Clemson on that night, but neither team played that great overall. And so I'm not afraid, more afraid of Duke as a Notre Dame person, as a Notre Dame fan or analyst. I'm not afraid, more afraid of Duke. Um, I was actually less impressed with Clemson, I think, coming out of that game than I was more impressed with Duke, if that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, um, Clemson really beat themselves. Yeah. Unforced errors with the turnovers, I felt like. Now, Duke was a team that made its way on turnovers last year they were i believe second in the nation in terms of turnover margin last year and they came up with excuse me more turnovers against clemson it was you know clemson clemson moved the ball and got themselves down into the red zone a couple of times and then turned the ball over so credit duke for doing what they did but my opinion of duke has not drastically changed because of that if anything my opinion about clemson has changed more. I still think Duke is going to be a tough game. Notre Dame is going to have to go on the road the week after sure. Ohio State, you know, yep. different factors like that. And yeah, like like Tim is saying, Duke tried not to win also. They just That's true. They like that was really kind of like the Florida State LSU game. Both first halves of those games were just brutal. And then oh, in yeah. the second half, floodgates kind of opened for each of the teams that ended up winning those games and they ended up it, it ended up looking more lopsided than what it was so duke's still going to be a tough game but I, I i don't 
I don't consider them any, you know, any more tough, any, any, like all of a sudden right. this indomitable force that Notre Dame is going to face after that Clemson game. Cause look, Notre Dame's going to face quarterbacks that are better than Riley Leonard. Right. Yeah. And, he, and they're going to face teams that are better than Duke. It's just where it lands on the schedule and all of those different things. And I think Tim B actually made a really, really good point. He said, it's not a trap game. Now they did us a favor since Notre Dame will take them more seriously. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying Notre Dame wasn't going to take them seriously because that's disrespectful to Duke and disrespectful. But you have even more reason to now. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't want to say they take them more seriously. Of course they're going to take them seriously, but now it's like, okay, Hey, these guys can play. All right, let's go. You know? So I agree with him. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. No doubt. So speaking of that game, did you see this thing about their quarterback, uh, Riley Leonard? Of course, he has the you know, the game hilarious. of his life and the upset of Clemson. So he goes on social media. He asks his professor for an extension for his homework that was due that, that night. And his professor's like, nope, your teammates got their homework in. They planned ahead. Um, so uh, so who's who's right? Who's wrong in this? Should the professor have given him some extra time considering what what he just did Monday night? I mean, you know what I do for a living. So I kind of have to say this, although I would have said it to any, like when I was, yeah, when I was a teacher, uh, I didn't give breaks to athletes by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I made a lot of times I made them work harder because they were usually my athletes, but no, he does not deserve any extra time to get his assignment. in. there's no reason he couldn't have gotten his assignment in, especially with the way that school is structured these days. Everything's online. Like, there's no excuse. I guarantee you the hotel they were staying in, if they were off campus or whatever, had Wi-Fi. It wasn't even a road game for him. 
no excuse not to have your assignment turned in, bro. Hammer, you gotta, you you gotta get your stuff done. That's right, Mister Big Time. You had all day Monday. You know, like he had, right. he had Monday morning. He could have been doing absolutely. Work. You go to Duke. You know, you got to go to class. Come Seriously, on, get your homework turned in. Seriously, and it, how big of an assignment could it have been? School's been in session for like two weeks. That's what I was thinking. Like already, <laughs> you've got this big thing you got to turn in. Come on, like yeah. Thanks for the super chat, Tyler. Vince, you have the Cam Hart and Xavier Watts fan club jackets ready because I think they both have interceptions. This Dude, week. if they do that, this game is not going to be close. It's not going to be close at all if both of those guys have picks. I'll say it. So, yeah, I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. Members only. I agree. Ryan Roberts, rank these Toms. Tom Petty, Tommy Guns, Tom Brady. <laughs> Are so those are such <laughs> random, like from three corners of the planet. Yes, situation. Um, I'm gonna go with that exact order that it's written right here: Tom Petty, Tommy Guns, then Tom Brady. I agree. I I would put it like that as well. I mean, I've got a whole discography of Tom Petty out in my living room that every Saturday and Sunday morning, I I you know about about every other, I pop them in. I've got my nice. Tom Petty going, like my daughter's favorite song. I won't back down. It's like, you know, like, so we, we walk around Whoa. singing that. Back down. <laughs> there you go. And Brady, he's just Brady. I mean, you've, yeah. got, you've got Tommy Gruns, the, the, the king of Massillon. I mean, are you kidding me? Seriously. <laughs> uh, I like that one, though. Uh, and then final question, at least for now, how does the new clock impact this particular game does one team have an advantage in your opinions have you noticed the difference with the clock yet it was the exact thing i'm gonna say I mean, does <laughs> the I game haven't. does the game really look that different with with the new clock rules this year uh, but honestly, i said there's it, more I think, commercials i think yeah when i think it was a like after the navy game i think jesse and i were talking about it notre dame and navy actually ran more plays in this year's game than last year's game with the new rules they ran more plays this year than last year i just think that everyone is has built this thing up it's like it's 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 only shaved about five minutes and a handful of plays off the game so i just think i think there is minimal impact that the that this clock rule is going to have yeah i agree i i haven't really even noticed to be honest with you because when i start looking at the clock stopping and starting it's it's when they're in those drives at the end of a half or end of a game. Yeah. And those rules are still the same. And so I'll tell you right now, the Tennessee state game uh, felt very long to me because it felt like there was even more commercials than normal. And it was still three and a half hours. So I'm not sure what we're doing here, but it's not making the game any shorter. Yeah. So far um tom says they say the national average is 10 less plays per game yeah i think it's like five per team or something yeah that's like that. that's nothing to me yeah. like that that's not that's, that's negligible is what it is yeah and basically they're the way they've explained this is they're looking at the cum effect on this because over the course of an entire season when you expand that out if you eliminate like eight to ten plays per game by the end of the season you have eliminated essentially the same amount of plays as one entire game. And the reason, 
again, the way they've explained it, the reason they're doing it is because next year you're expanding the playoff. So you're going to be adding a lot more games for the teams that make the playoffs. So they're trying sure. to, you know, take away some of the impacts and stuff like that. But at the same time, they're not that concerned about helmet to helmet hits on. Yeah. So seriously. It's at the bottom of the priority list, apparently. Terrible. All right. Well, good show tonight. We're going to wrap it up with that. Jesse and I have a fantasy football draft tonight. Uh, he'll be here tomorrow, so we'll let you know how that goes. I've got the number one pick in my draft tonight. Oh. First time in I don't know how long I've had the number one pick. So Now, is that because you came in last last year? No, we did the oh, – Okay. All right. We've got some new teams, so <clears throat> they did the draw out of the hat kind oh. of thing. Okay. So. Not going with Travis Kelsey, probably. No, I won't be going with Travis Kelsey or Cooper <laughs> Cup. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, real quick, we got about ten seconds left in the chat. Who does Sean take first in the draft? Come on. Oh, people. I know I who know. I'm taking, baby. Well, I know. Number I'm sure you do know, but I'd like to see what people think you should do. Number one is not the problem. <laughs> it's like, you know, you get number one. That means you know we've got a ten-player yeah. league. That means I don't draft again. Twenty. Twenty. So. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. I'll just let the whole world know. (laughs) (laughs) DJ Fallon, he's in there with you. As much as I want to take one of the two running backs, either Christian McCaffrey or Austin Eckler, because there's, you know, there's, there's like more, they, they, you know, there are fewer like high-end running backs and there are more receivers. I'm concerned about injury. More yes. concerned with the injury with the running back. So yes. I'm going to take the the most productive receiver that I can because we also play in a points, you know, PPR, point per catch, point per reception league. So makes sense. All right. Uh, it's a good day because I'm not BK says he got the number one pick in his league. Have you drafted already? Who'd you take? Did you take Justin Jefferson? Any good rookie running backs? I'm eyeballing a rookie potentially oh, see, now you can't give away your secrets next, now yeah i know i know yeah. i don't think jesse's watching but we're drafting here in a couple hours so i got to get this show posted and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff after the fact all right well thanks again hit the like button on your way out we've got uh i saw somebody complimenting the whiteboard earlier jess will have some whiteboard for us tomorrow we'll hit i believe a little offense and a little defense Ooh. for this notre dame north carolina state matchup so uh whiteboard thursday we'll have some marcus freeman comments as well from his noon zoom with the media and of course more rapid fire after that hit the like button and subscribe rate and review and we'll talk to you tomorrow on ibination sports talk
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.